Tierra Sweets Podcast, where we are sure to dare, live, and be. I am your host, Tierra Armin, and in studio with us today, we have author, speaker, spoken word artist, blogger, and editor, Naima Yatunde Ince in the building to discuss her new book of poetry, Pure. Listen, she is sure to share her journey with us and to bring us some amazing empowerment and inspiration. So be sure that you grab your piece of paper and your pens to take all the notes that you need. If you are a current or new listener of the Tierra Speaks podcast, we would love to hear from you. Please visit us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Tierra Speaks. That is T-E-A-R-A-S-P-E-A-K-S or on our website at www.tierraarmin.com and let us know how we can help you grow today. But of course, before we jump into our amazing interview, I want you to go ahead and listen to a little from our sponsors. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Tiara Speaks. This is Keisha Kent of Mrs. Keish Speaks. And I want to invite you over to Networking It's Your Superpower, my podcast, where I get to bring on amazing individuals who talk about their businesses, their careers, and how they're networking using their superpowers to build. I want you to remember that in the midst of networking, is the thread of relationships. Everything that we do is relational. And as you start your networking journey with that in mind, I want you to remember, 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 it's all about the follow-up. Check out my new book, Networking is Your Superpower as well. It is a number one new release on Amazon and it's all packed with goodness and nuggets on how you network and ways to do it. It's some practical things and it's a quick read. Check it out. I'll see you soon. And we are back. I hope you enjoyed Mrs. Keisha Kent. Mrs. Keish Speaks, networking is your superpower. She is amazing. Be sure to also check out her podcast and not just her book, Networking is Your Superpower, on all major platforms. All right, as I told you guys before, we have the amazing Naima Yutunde in, in studio today. So do me a favor and help me welcome our girl in. How are you today? Oh, I am doing so well. Thank you so much for having me onto your show. And I hope that you are having an amazing day. You know, I sure am. What about you? How's your day going today, Naima? So good. I can't complain. I understand that, you know, when we can't complain and it's going good in this world today, that is a blessing and amazing. So, Naima, before we jump into this amazing book, Call Pure. Do me a favor and let our audience know who is Naima. So, I, Naima Atunde is a published author of the entitled book Pure, which is a book of poetry. Yes. I help 
educate, illuminate, and entertain individuals who are unsure of their true purpose. All right. So I do this by using my creative strategies to bring about self-awareness and self-discovery. Come on. Because my experience with surviving domestic violence, I too yeah. had to find my true purpose. So that is exactly who I am. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all hear that? Did, did you hear it? Make sure you got those notes, y'all. She is going to help us all find our true purpose. All right. Girl, you are amazing already. See, we just got started. We just yeah. got started. Well, well congratulations on everything and big ups to you for being a survivor and making it through everything that you have made it through. That is amazing. And you are very strong and someone for all of us to look up to. So let's jump right on in to Pure. I am so excited about the name of this book, y'all, because y'all know Pure can mean a whole lot of things. So I want to know, first, what made right. you name this book Pure? All right. So the book started with um, a theme. Okay. All right. Seven. Seven is a spiritual number. Yes. All right. So it means mm-hmm. spirituality. And I wanted to write seven chapters with seven poems. Okay. okay. But I asked. One extra chapter because I do not like odd numbers. <laughs> Instead of 49 poems, you get 50 poems. <laughs> but we're still going with the theme seven. Okay. And this is my poetic memoir. So everything okay. is woven in poetry. And so it is my purest experience. So... It, because it's a poetic memoir and that's what makes this book unique because you know a memoir is usually a novel it's a story that is told through many parts and this is told through many parts it's just done in poetry just done in poetry wow wow so that that's different that's different so instead of you writing a novel you wanted to do something a little different um wow so we have, we ended up with eight chapters, right? Yes, we did. We did. We ended up with eight chapters. Okay. And so about how many poems total are in the book? Oh, 50. 50. Okay. So we have 50 poems in the entire book and they pretty much um, examined your experience of everything. Yes, correct. Yes, your experience of what you've gone through. Well, now... It, you know, and so Pure is the best, was the best title for this mm-hmm. piece. If we think about what it means to be pure, it doesn't always mean to be divine. You know, you don't yeah. always have it from the place of divinity. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pure in your, in your emotions. Are you pure in your happiness? Are you pure in your anger? You know, how, what makes you, you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Version of yourself. Yeah. So this title embodies everything I was thinking in in writing this. You know what I mean? So uh, 
the book just means a lot to me and I think extremely unique. <laughs> <laughs> it is. No, no, definitely. It is extremely unique. And I think it's very important that we do present the best versions of ourselves and talk about the things that made us who we are today. Because we all have journeys and experiences and different situations that we've gone through that have shaped who we are. Um, so I thank you for sharing your journey with us through this book of poetry and your memoir. So why was it so important for you to tell this story? Um, I believe that I write for people who don't even know me. And so my voice is a gift. Yes. Yeah. The ability to be able to give back in words is something that not everybody has the power to do. Sure. So yeah. important for me to tell my story because I am a woman that went through so many different things in just 33 years. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of different experiences and some of my battles I wanted to share because I think that I cannot be the only person that's going through it. I just, you know? Yeah. How can you inspire someone else to keep going? What can you do to to help someone else to keep going? So these kinds of things mean a lot to me. These kinds of things mean a lot to me. And with that being said, pure is just a gift, if I can say. Okay. And that's how I envisioned it. And I think that because I had that talent, someone needed my words or had those thoughts, but had no way to convey it. I was able, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I take that lightly. You know, I really believe that this is a gift and I hope to be able to share more with the public and more with the masses yes yes okay okay that you know what that that is amazing and so you're speaking for those that are going through the things that you have gone through and that are afraid to speak up or can't speak up um i know it takes a lot to be able to um get to the other side So the fact that you have written this memoir and you're speaking not only for yourself, but for others, and this is your gift to them to help motivate them and empower them to be able to walk away from whatever it is that they are dealing with and to be able to believe in themselves enough to know that they can do it and they can step out on faith and follow their own dreams and change their life if need be. Well, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for being transparent with us um, on why you wrote it and what it's about. When we go through experiences um, and different things happen to us, there's a lesson in that experience. And there's something that we have learned so that um, we can use that lesson to guide us to do better the next time or do something different the next time. So if you had to choose one poem out of pure, what would that poem be? All right. So um, I'm going to say this right now. Excuse my language with this, because this is the only poem in here that really has a curse word like this. 
but it's called kick ass bitch. Okay. Now, why do I choose this? Yes. Because it took me a very long time going through um going through domestic violence, going through mental it took me a very long time to redefine and bring back who I really was. Okay. And not only that, learn the woman that I was evolving into. Yes. And with that, you get torn down. Um, you get scared. You know, um, you will feel a little bit of uncertainty. Yes, yes. Um, all of those different things. And for me, this poem is like, get back up, tell yourself you're beautiful, love your smile, remember everything that you went through because every piece of that pain is what got you through to the other side. Yes, yes. And so that's what this poem is. And it's like an anthem, not just for me, but yes. for women. You know what I mean? And, and and it's saying, look yourself back in the face and say, yes, I am that dynamic. I uh -huh. am woman. Come you on, yes, I mean? yes. And it's important. Oh my God, that is so important. You have right. So yes, I chose this provocative title and I'm reclaiming those words, yes. not to say them in a negative way, but use them to amplify the positive. Yes. And so that's why I chose this poem because if I learned anything I learned that even with all that pain and all the sorrow and all the uncertainty and yeah. and 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 all the many times I felt kicked down and that I couldn't get back up yeah. all of those times I did it yeah you through so many emotions and different things that, that are going on yeah but you were able to rise above it and that's the important piece out of it okay yes. Well, come yeah. on with this poem. Come on with this poem. Oh, you want to hear it? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I love to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you can't tell us about this powerful poem and where it came from and what it's about and how it's going to help us rise above the things that we're going through and not tell it. Okay. Um, this actually is a favorite amongst a couple people, by the way. Okay. So um, I got some good reviews on this one. Come on with it. So as I stated, it's called Kick-Ass Bitch. Okay. Picked up the broken pieces and etched them in like attachments to my crown, giving definition to the fact that I am and forever will be a gem. Tears fell like pearls dried on cheeks as a reminder, even my tears are beautiful. Redefining the woman I am and pulling from the depths of my soul that I am the definition of special. Special like the light in the sky from midnight stars. Special like the birth of a newborn child. Special like the beauty of the wonders of the world. Special like any edifice you would marvel after wanting my voice to echo inside instead of fade in the distance realizing my desire to live outweighed my feelings to die this won't beat me tilting the devil's attempt to defeat all that was and all that ever will be giving a stand-up fight toe-to-toe -to -toe like creed there is no giving and there is no other way but to face this and overcome it strong like the mother who bared a child 
had a C-section and marched back into the classroom to complete her masters. Strong like the woman who battled the court yes. system, systematic abuse, and the abuse of a worthless man, and one strong like the woman who endured the rejection of love from a worthless husband who left my laundry out for others to try on a piece of my clothing, as if I ain't human. Strong like yes. the definition of many, ancestors that taught me to march on, keep my head high, and never turn a blind eye strong like the woman who battled depression and anxiety and conquered her ability to sustain her mental health. The fight to be the best mother, the best woman, the best partner, the best friend, the oh, person yeah. I could ever be. I'm the woman. I'm that strong. So when I ever forget it, I stare myself square in the eye and say, you are one kick-ass bitch. Listen, you better tell us how to rise above that controversy and be who we are no matter what. You better tell us how to step out of those situations and step on and go create our own path and follow down our own to our own purpose. Girl, listen, you know how many lives you just saved with that poem? I can't even tell you, but I bet you, I bet you just sold, I bet you just saved a lot. Just and that one poem right there. That makes me feel fantastic. It just empowered God. somebody in our audience to get up and do what they need to do for themselves and to mm. rise above whatever it is that they are going through, whatever the controversy is, whatever the situation is, whatever their experience is right now that is mm. not best for them. That just empowered them to rise above and step over that. Yes and do what yeah. they need to do for themselves and their family or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Thank you I so mean, much. as you're welcome. And as I said in the poem, real talk, like I had to deal with the system, yeah. you know, and, and having a small child and having to go through court system and having to deal with an abusive partner and having to go through, you know, countless times in a police precinct and dealing yeah. with policemen coming to your house and them looking at you all jaded and biased and just ignorant. I had to deal with that. I had to have a baby have a C-section, go back to school, get a master's. Why am I not beautiful or special? Why should I not feel that I am? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you are. any other woman that's going through that and have to rise above and still go through and push through yes. the hardest things and, the, uh, and some of the circumstances that you and I can even imagine. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. Who are we to say that we're not beautiful and that we're not special? So that's what that poem is all about. Yes. That's pretty much where I was going. Well, if we didn't know before, we are all beautiful and special and can all that's rise right. to the top. That's right. So we that's heard right. it here. Naima just let us know. Rise <laughs> on, ladies. Rise on to the top. Man, listen, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us and being so transparent about the things that you have gone through um i believe that is very very important and it shows me and our audience that you are just like the rest of us and that you have dealt with some life-changing situations but guess what you rose above it again you rose above it 
you've come yeah. out on the other side, but you just gave us a glimpse of those challenges and those struggles that you were dealing with, that you've gone through in order to get to the other side, in order to get to your purpose, in order to step out and create your own path and go your own way and to be able to walk away from the things that were knocking you down. So my hat goes off to you and you <laughs> are so strong. And I appreciate you for coming and sharing this journey with us. So listen, because mm -hmm. this is your memoir, it's your poetic memoir, and you've yeah. had to talk about those experiences. Um, what was your writing process? Um, like how I wrote the poem? Yeah, like, um, so nobody's writing process is the same, right? So right, some people no. set, set, some people set off a certain amount of time to do it, some people don't. Sometimes when you're writing, um, you're going through therapy yourself and you may have emotional breakdowns or whatever the case may be. So when you were creating this poetic memoir, um, did you get emotional when you were writing? Did you, oh, have, yeah. you know, set out certain amounts of time or days or, you know, what was your process? Well, um, there's, there's definitely poems in here that do make me emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as writing, I, I write like water. So Ooh, okay, I, I come to work and I may have an idea and I always have to walk with my pen and my paper because yeah. I'll have an idea and I got to write it down right then and there. Yes, yeah. Um, I can write poetry within 10 minutes and it'll be like a whole three page poem. Oh, you know, I, yeah. it, it, things come through me. And this yeah. is why I say I write for people who don't even know me because that's a gift from God. But things to just Definitely. come through you like that. Yeah. yeah. And it just flow through you and it be effortless. It is definitely a talent. It is definitely a gift and it needs to be taken seriously. Yeah. And so those things come natural. Now, when I do write, you know, and I want to zen out a little bit, yeah. I like put on my Sade or a little Come bit on, of cool. Sade do it every time a she? little bit of, you know Anita Baker or you yeah. know any of these you know greats I like yeah <laughs> yeah definitely I get it yeah and you know put on my Himalayan light yeah you know would sit at my desktop and just write and just and just you know whatever comes to mind just let it come out and so flow. those are some so those are some of the things that I do. You know, that's some of the ways that I but when I'm approaching a project like to approach pure. Yeah. I really had to sit down and think about that seven chapters. What yeah. it meant for me to choose the number 7. I had yeah. to ponder on those things and then decide what my chapters were going to be, how I was going to organize these poems. And so, yeah, it took my Himalayan light and my, <laughs> and my shot what and you, some coffee. What you say? It took all of that. We got to put all that together. It took all of those things. No, but I, I get it. I get it. Um, I think it was Melissa Myers and I were talking and we talked about, you said something that was important. You said that you have to walk around with your pen and your paper because mm -hmm. you never know when God is going to um, download to you. 
and right. Lisa and I were talking um, because sometimes you have to pull over on the side of the road because God will give you something and you got to pull over on the side of the road and type it in your phone or write it mm-hmm. down or at two, three o'clock in the morning, you can't sleep because God has put something else on your spirit that you mm-hmm. need to do. So you got to get up and use your phone or again, grab a notebook or a pen or whatever um, to write it down. I have mm-hmm. me, myself, I um, and in the process of writing my second book, my story, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes I'm up at two, three o'clock in the morning and there's these new ideas or these new memories that God downloads to me. So I've gotten to the point to where I have a little notebook on the side of my bed. Oh yeah, so I have I, You know, so I can get up and flip that light on, girl, and just write that, okay, okay, God, I'm listening, you know, and write it down. Right. And then mm-hmm. once I get it all down, okay, let me go back to sleep. Then when I wake up, I can really go through it. But um, mm-hmm. that, like, that is important. Um, mm-hmm. I know... Who was it? Who was it? Who was it recently uh, talking to? Um, Precious. Talking mm-hmm. to Precious about her new book, um, Whatever It Takes Evolve. And God started downloading things to her a while ago. But every time he downloaded it, you know, she would go and write it down and then he would download something else and she would go and write it down. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things that authors need to understand or people, potential authors, is that there is no specific way to write. There's no specific no. process. Everybody has their mm-hmm. own. There's yeah. also no specific amount of time of what it should take you, you to, write to write your book. Because you can say, <laughs> right. I'm going to write this book in two months. Mm-hmm. But God may say, no, you're going to write this book in six because I'm not done downloading or there's something okay. that you have to experience between now and then before you right. put this book out. So, That's right. um, I just like to talk about those processes so that mm-hmm. aspiring authors that are listening um, or anybody that is listening understand that there is no one specific way that you have to do anything. Create your own way. Right, and right. Do, do it the way that it works for you. Right, right. So um, that is amazing. So great. You're great. But I heard that you don't only do poetry. <laughs> you do a you storytelling, <laughs> a little spoken word, and I heard that my girl done wrote some plays. Yes. So let's talk about these plays that you have written. You know what what's going on with that? Let's talk about that. Okay, so you know poetry is my first love. Okay, yes. and I wrote a poem called "Men Always Leave." Okay. All right. And it, mm-hmm. de- it it came from a very touchy place for me yeah. because I am a child who was abandoned by a real father, grew up with a stepfather, yeah. had the love in the home, had yeah. the two-parent family, then had one parent. So I have dual experiences with what it means to be a single mom. I lived as a single mom. You know, so there's so much that is in Men Always Leave. And so when I did this first, when I did this poem, one of my good friends, um, her name is Janelle, she said to me in school, she was like, Naima, this could be a play. Yeah. I said, said, you see what I went through on stage? What you mean a play? Girl? (laughs) (laughs) She was manifesting it right there for you. She said, and and sure enough, while we were in college, I had a playwriting class because I went to school for theater. So, okay. you know, I had 
acting courses, playwriting courses, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Of course, yeah. And so I ended up being in one of my classes, and the assignment was to write a one act play. Yeah. That was the assignment. And I said, oh, here she go. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was already manifested, so all you had to do was make it happen. Right. She done set me up. So I wrote the play, Men Always Leave, and thankfully it has had some, a few runs here in North Carolina. Nice. Um, Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. It was last staged at the Cary Theater. And it was right. produced by the Cary Players. And so it was a really, really successful run. And it was a lot of fun. And we nice. kicked off um, Black History Month with an all-Black play in the Cary Theater. Come on now. Oh, that's dope. February. Yes, it was yeah, the first that was dope. Congratulations. Come on. Come on with that. Come on. Come on <laughs> with all that Black magic. <laughs> it was it. fantastic it was yeah. fantastic and so um the other play i'm working on right now is called cry pray put on lipstick now that's a very special one uh-huh. um, it began with a conversation that i had with my mom and we then spoke about how what it meant to cry what it meant to pray what it meant to put on lipstick for okay. women and yeah, then we, yeah. we came up together, we came up with these questions and then I would interview women based on that title. Yeah. And this took me a while. I was working on this for like two, three years, girls. It, it, you know, like we were just talking about, there's no time limit. Specific time, writing. right. No. Yeah. And so I did all these interviews and everything. And then now I'm in a special project. So I'm just constantly working on the play. So the plan is to have it produced, you know, once it's pol once it's a polished piece. But nice. that is my playwriting stuff. Yes, I write plays. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, come, come through. I heard that. Listen, yeah. I know y'all heard all this Black Girl Magic going on. You are an inspiration to oh, us all. And again, like I said, I, I thank you for just coming through and sharing your journey with us. So we know that we have this Cry Pray Put On Lipstick um, play coming, but what, right. else, what else can we expect from you? Well, I also am a blogger. Okay. So I, and I enjoy blogging. Yeah. Um, I share my platform with other authors and writers so um if anybody is interested um they could definitely contact me for any kind of um, blog specials and stuff like that i have different segments so i have motivate move which is mm -hmm. um always on mondays to motivate the people and let's get moving um <laughs> i have um girl talk wednesdays for example and that's just talking about everything that women love to talk about, right? And yeah. having, you know, some really informative information on the blog to to help women and to okay. uplift. So that's another one. Um, I just have, I have Poetry Saturdays where I share my poems or I share poems from other people. So I enjoy that. And what's the name of your blog? It's called Blogs by Nye. All right, so aspiring authors that we have at home who are listening to you, 
and we know that you have already empowered us all what would you tell those aspiring authors that are sitting at home wanting to begin to write but don't know how to just step out and take it well i like to start with brainstorming Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i like to recommend is free writing free writing is awesome the reason why is because you literally sit there with your thoughts and you just write and you do not let the pen come off the page for at least five to ten minutes anything that comes to mind you write it down this gets the juices flowing your creativity you know your mind thinking and everything like that and then you brainstorm you write down what you actually want to be talking about what do you want to teach what do you want to learn you know what i mean yeah what's the message that you're trying to to get out there what's important to you what do you think is important to other people so those are just some of the things um i would recommend when wanting to write and, and really having having a um you know a gut feeling about really starting your own story and coming out with your own story because you know what you know writing sometimes can take time for people mm-hmm. you know it, it for me like i said it just flows it just comes naturally but yeah. everybody like you said have their own process sometimes it takes little bits and pieces or little little notes on receipts yeah, <laughs> definitely. It, it takes, you know, watching a movie and being inspired by one line. And then yeah. all of a sudden you got all of these thoughts because that one line in that movie got you thinking, you yeah. know. So so everybody has a different a different um, process. But that is my recommendation. Your recommendation. Um, yeah, that's mine for sure. All right. Well, y'all, make sure y'all get ready to do that free writing, do some brainstorming, get those juices flowing. <laughs> Listen, Naima, thank you so much for coming out and just being a part of the Sierra Speaks podcast and sharing your journey with us. We are mm-hmm. going to take a little break, hear another message from Mrs. Keisha Kent, Networking is Your Superpower, and we'll be right back. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Tiara Speaks. This is Keisha Kent of Mrs. Keisha Speaks. And I want to invite you over to Networking It's Your Superpower, my podcast, where I get to bring on amazing individuals who talk about their businesses, their careers, and how they're networking using their superpowers to build. I want you to remember that in the midst of networking, is the thread of relationships everything that we do is relational and as you start your networking journey with that in mind i want you to remember 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 it's all about the follow-up check out my new book networking is your superpower as well it is a number one new release on amazon and it's all packed with goodness and nuggets on how you network and ways to do it It's some practical things and it's a quick read. Check it out. I'll see you soon.
Well, well, well. Shout out to Mrs. Keisha Kent of Networking It's Your Superpower. Make sure that you guys go and check out her podcast on all major platforms. She is dope and you will definitely enjoy and learn something new in every episode that you listen to. Okay, now, Naima, again, mm-hmm. shout out to you. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and being one of our guests today. Also, yes. we want to have a little small conversation with you about our favorite three things, dare, live, and be. Before you go, is that okay? That is perfectly fine. All right. So as you know, here on Tierra Speaks, we are always sure to dare, live, and be. And that mm-hmm. is dare to be different, live mm-hmm. to inspire, and mm-hmm. be who you are. So we mm-hmm. are going to ask you what these three things mean to you. And you just mm-hmm. let us know what comes to mind. So first, if I say dare to be different, what would that mm-hmm. mean to you? Um, Daring to be different for me is living outside the box. So I don't like to be, I don't like to be boxed in. I think that I'm very creative and different. (laughs) And so, and so for me, I think when you want to dare to be different, you want to be able to live outside the box. Don't feel confined, you know, Uh, really enjoy being you, you know what I mean? So that's one of the things that I would say about, about that, about daring to be different. All right. Enjoy being you and live outside the box. I love it. Okay. Live to inspire. Okay. So this one means a lot to me (laughs) because as I told you, my mission is to educate, illuminate, and entertain. So when we are illuminating, we are inspiring. Now, everything that I create, I said I create you know, using creative strategies. So that means I create with blogging. I create with playwriting. I create with poetry. I create with every medium that God has given me to give the gifts back. So what it means to inspire is to give back. That is, that is what I would say. Cause I'm yes. Yes. It does inspire giving back. As she educates, illuminates, and entertains. Mm -hmm. I love it. And then be who you are. Well, that means being pure. Come on now. (laughs) Bring it full circle for us. Bring it full circle. That means what? Being who? Being pure. Being pure. That's right. All right. Well, well, well. Thank you to all of our listeners all of the Tierra Speaks family and friends for supporting us, being a part of the show and just being here for us and doing everything that you do for us. We thank you guys so much. If it was not for you, we would not be here. So Mm -hmm. shout out to you. Mm -hmm. Be sure to subscribe to our website at www.tierraarmond.com and follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Tierra mm-hmm. Speaks to keep up with all of our episodes, updates, and any events that we have coming. And guess what, guys? We are at the end of our episode for today. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Naima again. We thank you so much. And as always, yes. it is Saturday. And I want you guys to just 
kick back and relax and just have a great time, y'all. But mm-hmm. before you do, do me a favor, Naima, and let everyone know how they can find you before they start kicking up their feet. So when they kick up their feet, they can go ahead and follow you. That's right. Kick up your feet and follow me and buy a book. Come all on right? now. So you can do all of that at nyiproductions.com. All right, nyiproductions.com. Go on, subscribe, and follow Naima. Check her out. Support her brand new book, her poetic memoir, Pure. And let her know how you enjoyed this episode today. Be sure to hit me up, hit us up, Tierra Speaks, and let us know how you enjoyed it and how we can continue to help you grow. So go ahead, kick up your feet. Sit back, relax, enjoy the rest of your Saturday and the rest of your weekend. And guess what? We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.